I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psych Hacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the subject of today's short talk is, you're paying more than you need to. And the more successful you are, the truer the statement becomes. So what do I mean by this? A metaphor I often use with clients is that work is an auction house. Have you ever been to an auction house? There's something for sale, people are bidding, and the lot ultimately goes to whoever offers the highest amount. Okay. If you win a lot at an auction house, it means that you overpaid. Why? Because by definition, you were the only person in the room who thought that lot was worth that much. No one else thought it was that valuable, and that's why you won. On some level, overpaying is the price you pay to secure the privilege of winning. However, in the vast majority of cases, you probably could have bought the same lot for less money. The issue is, of course, that you don't know how much less money you could have used to buy that lot. It could have been a dollar less. It could have been a million dollars less. But you almost certainly could have saved some money on that transaction. And this excessive spending isn't that big of a deal if you're only going to the auction house every once in a while. But if you're going there every single day to bid on multiple lots, the extent to which you're overpaying can create a significant liability for you over time because you don't have infinite resources. We all have finite stores of time, energy, and money. And if you're overpaying on 10 lots, that might mean that you're not going to be competitive for the 11th. So what does this have to do with work? Basically, it means that if you're winning, if you're successful, if things are going smoothly, it might mean that you're overbidding that you could potentially secure the same results with less time and effort. And the only way to figure out the extent to which you're overbidding is to systematically experiment with your time and effort investments. Pull back a little bit and see what happens. Obviously, you need to use your good judgment here. Don't experiment on a critical project or an essential responsibility. Target less important components of your work first. Remove some of your time and effort. Focus on satisficing as opposed to optimizing and observe the result. Did anybody even notice? Did this create a problem for anybody else? Huh. Maybe I had this idea in my mind about a certain standard of quality or proficiency that I needed to demonstrate in order to secure a successful result. And maybe that standard exists only in my own head. Maybe it's not necessarily true. Huh. Well, in what other aspects of my work or life am I overpaying in terms of time, energy, or emotional investment in order to get the same result? And when we begin to be a bit more deliberate and systematic about how we choose to allocate our time and energy, then we actually liberate some of those resources to be productively invested in other aspects of our lives, which makes our lives, not just our work, more interesting, varied, and successful. Something to keep in mind. And remember that if pulling back really creates an issue, trust that people will let you know. It's just like in sports. Unless the foul is really flagrant, the ref doesn't go straight for the red card. Usually it's just a whistle. And if you don't hear anything, assume the ball is still in play. What do you think? Have you experimented with this idea in your own life? Remember to like and subscribe for the algorithm. And if you'd like to schedule a consultation, you can reach me at psychhackspodcast.com at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.